everyone and welcome back to Reasons for Recovery. If you couldn't tell, Reasons for Recovery has hit one year. Yes, on April 3rd, one year ago, I released the very first episode of Reasons for Recovery. I honestly had no idea where it was going to go at the time, what the future held for it, or if anyone would even listen to it, honestly. I made this podcast a year ago for friends and family to listen to just to sort of understand what having an eating disorder is like and to tell them more about my story. But that quickly turned into over 2,000 people listening from all over the world and learning new things, feeling safe and valid and worthy. And that's why I kept going with this podcast. It was something that was helping others and making other people with eating disorders feel safe and secure because they were able to relate to the things that I had to say. And they were able to learn new things and gain more confidence in reaching out for help. I have absolutely loved sharing my reasons for recovery with all of you guys over this past year. So, for my one year anniversary episode, I wanted to just go over what this year has really brought to the podcast. I want to share some testimonials from some listeners, talk about how this podcast and creating this podcast has really helped me, and what things I've been through since it has started, and then I want to end on just talking about the future and what the future just holds for Reasons for Recovery. Now, of course, with such a big episode like today's, that comes with some other news as well, which is that this will be the end of Reasons for Recovery Season 2. So, just how I did last season, uh, with transitioning from Season 1 to Season 2, this will be the last episode of Season 2, and in one month, I will return with Season 3. So, I will be taking a month off after this episode, just like I did last season, and then Reasons for Recovery Season 3 will be back on May 6th of this year, 2022. So, be on the lookout for that. So, yeah. Exciting stuff is coming. Season 3 will hopefully be a much bigger improvement, uh, and we'll talk more on that later. I really want to start making this podcast both audio and visual, which, like I said, we'll get into that in a bit. Um, And I want to, you know, be able to have a video along with this audio, too, and become more of an interactive sort of podcast next season. So, again, look out for May 6th, the brand new season of Reasons for Recovery. But now let's go ahead and dive into today's episode, the special one-year anniversary, with uh, some messages and testimonials from listeners who have reached out to me over the course of this year. Now, I always end my episodes with saying, if you need to reach out to me for anything, you can DM me on Instagram or email me, and everything that I'm about to talk about right here and um, mention is going to strictly just be from fans, from listeners all over the world who have DM'd me, emailed me over the course of this year. So these are all 100% real comments, real words that have come from listeners just like you who's listening to this right now. So to get started, one person said, When you started talking about things I had never heard people with eating disorders talk about, I almost cried because someone gets it. I thought I was the only person in the world to engage in those behaviors. From what I can tell, you are definitely a kindred spirit. Another listener said, I think you are inspiring. I'm in the early stages of anorexia recovery, and I love listening to your podcasts. The next listener said, 
Thank you so much for your advice and for listening to me. I feel like we are best friends at this point since I can relate so much to what words you say. Someone else said, This podcast is like my safe space. I look forward to listening to it as it helped me accomplish so much. Your words give me strength to keep going. And someone else said, I never thought someone understood my problems until I listened to the podcast. It gave me insight that I'm not alone. So yeah, there are some of the testimonials and feedback that I've gotten over the course of this year with the podcast. I'm telling you guys, I read every single thing that you guys send me. I read every single word. I don't gloss over it or make someone else read it or like put it in my spam folder. No, I read every single thing that comes to me from you guys. And it really touches my heart and helps me continue the podcast when I get feedback like this and get messages like this from you guys. So that's why I always ask you to send me DMs, send me emails if you have something you'd like to tell me about the podcast because it really, really helps me strengthen this podcast and help it to reach other people as well. So you guys know whenever you want to send me anything at all, um, whether you need help with recovery or you just need to talk or need to say something, you know where to find me. You can DM me on Instagram, like I've been saying, or you can email me, and those will be in the description for you to use. Never hesitate to reach out, share your story, ask for help, or give feedback on this podcast. I absolutely love every single message that I get. So now that I've given you guys some praise and shared how the podcast has helped listeners, I wanted to dive into how this podcast has helped me over the year and how it has helped me stay on the right path. So when I made this podcast originally, I was still in a very difficult spot. I was about three months post weight restoration and I was dealing with a lot of mental issues, a lot of bad thoughts, and I still was not in a great headspace overall when it came to my eating disorder. I felt really bad about my body at the time because like I said, it was about three months post weight restoration and I, you know, had not seen myself look healthy in a very long time and I was not taking it well. And um, I decided I thought the best way to help hold myself accountable and the best way to keep me afloat and, you know, keep me on track and not hurt myself or anything, you know, was to start this podcast. I had always wanted to start a podcast, you know, ever since I knew what a podcast really was, but I never knew what to do it on. And when I went through this very tough spot in my life, I figured out the perfect idea. I knew that if I started this podcast, it would help keep me accountable for my recovery and it would also keep me in the right headspace because each episode would dive into a reason why I chose to recover and why it is eons better than suffering from an eating disorder. I knew that the more episodes that I would do, the better my thoughts would be and the more that I'd be able to hold myself accountable, like I said. Because after a few episodes, I had a following, and I had this mindset that if I gave up, or if I relapsed, if I slipped back into my disorder, I wouldn't just be letting my own self down, I'd be letting all of my followers down, because they're looking up to me, they're hearing what words I have to say. And I did not want that. I did not want a bunch of people, like I said, who looked up to me and looked up to what words I had to say, you know, and feel comforted in what I have to say, get let down. I didn't want that. So the podcast kept me away from all of that. It, it really helped me out a lot in that aspect 
it helps me remember that I have a following from everywhere. I have followers from countries that I've rarely even really heard of ever. And if they're going to look up to me and see me as a role model or look forward to those encouraging words that I have to say, or just any podcast episode in general, then I don't need to be throwing that all away. I need to persist and move forward through any and every obstacle because if I don't, I'm throwing everything away and I'm hurting other people along with it. I'm giving up on myself and my listeners and like I said, that's something that I never want. This podcast has also helped me learn new things about my disorder that I never even really knew. When I research episodes, like when I do my research and talk about certain topics that I need to, you know, look up more information on, uh, I find out things I never knew. And this information becomes very useful in my recovery and for future reference. I learn new statistics on eating disorders that I never knew, some very shocking, and it puts my mind into a new perspective and kind of just helps me live better and grow from this disorder. These new things that I learn help me evolve from the podcast and shape it into a way that both benefits me and you, whoever is listening right now. Like I said, when I first started this podcast, I was not in a good mindset. I was very close to relapsing, like I said. I was still having very terrible thoughts and was still following many eating disorder tendencies and was struggling to break free of that. The moment that I put this podcast out for people to hear, I knew that was the moment that I really needed to like straighten up. I knew that was when I needed to hold myself accountable and I did not need to fall for anything my eating disorder had planned. I needed to go against it and help not only myself, but others, and that was my main goal. It was my time to start sharing my story and helping others that were in my shoes. And I knew that if I was in a bad spot, I wouldn't relay a good message out to people, you know? If you're in a bad headspace, you're not going to have a great presentation. So once I started the show, I made this my number one priority to kick my disorder to the curb, rise above it, tell my story to those who need it. And that's all I needed to do. It was to just get my story out, tell others my reasons why I recovered from an eating disorder, and so much more. And that is how the podcast has really helped me over the year. It has strengthened me, gotten me out of a very hard place, and it's held me accountable for my recovery. And I don't even want to think of where I would be now if I decided to not start this podcast. Because there was a time when I was brainstorming ideas that I backtracked. There was a time where I was like, I don't think I can go through with this. Or I don't think that this podcast will go anywhere. Like, no one's going to listen to this. But thank God I never went through with that. And I decided to make this podcast anyways. Because here I am now with over two and a half thousand listeners and so much more of a happier healthier mindset Uh, so I'm glad that I actually went through with everything and I didn't give it all up even when I thought that the show wouldn't go anywhere or no one would listen so thank you guys so much for sticking with me over the course of this year and not giving up and just listening to what I have to say because it really helps me and it warms my heart so much So now that I've told you guys how the podcast has really helped me over this year, I really want to share with you all 
the things that have happened to me since starting this podcast and how it has contradicted what my eating disorder never allowed me to do or never allowed me to have. A few episodes back, I talked about how eating disorders really ruin your idea of love and intimacy and how intimacy works. And I described it as it kind of leaving you like a zombie, like you're just an empty shell of a person because it literally makes you incapable of feeling love. And when I was suffering from an eating disorder, I told you guys I never thought that I would find love. And with that mindset, I didn't want love. I didn't want a boyfriend, and I always told people that I wasn't even going to get married because what's the point if I never feel love? Um, I always told myself after my last boyfriend, before I went into eating disorder recovery, I was like, I'm not ever going to get married, I'm never going to fall for anybody, because I just, I literally cannot feel love. Like, I thought for so long that I was just incapable of love, and I kept telling myself, oh, it's just because I've had bad relationships, like, it's, it's nothing to do with my mental health or eating disorder, nothing like that. Like, I just thought it was because I just couldn't find love and love wasn't for me, but in reality... It was my eating disorder. It was my eating disorder making me not capable of feeling love because that's what an eating disorder can do. It can really mess with your chemical um, balance and just (laughs) knock everything out of balance and just make you not the same person. So because I had an eating disorder, I literally could not feel love because of a very terrible um, imbalance in my brain and my hormones and all that stuff. But... Contrary to what I kept telling myself over all of those years, um, here I am now, a few months prior to the podcast, I got a boyfriend, and in December of last year, he proposed, and we're getting married in December of this year. So a huge turnaround, a, a extremely huge turnaround. I went from thinking I would never find love to finding the love of my life. So that happened over the course of this year during the podcast. Another thing that happened was I ran my first race since I had been doing it unhealthily. As you all know, when I was suffering from an eating disorder, I ran and worked out a ton to the point where it nearly killed me. I ran a lot of races competitively, but once I started recovery, you guys know I was put on a very strict no exercising policy and I kind of lost that spark that I used to have for running. Over the course of this podcast, I developed that love for running again, and I found out how to do it healthily, and I started my passion all over again, where in January of this year, I ran my very first race since 2019, when I was doing it in a very unhealthy mindset. I went from thinking I had lost one of my biggest passions, and I felt like my eating disorder had taken that away from me, and that I'd never be able to enjoy it again, but... The podcast kind of, you know, taught me discipline and showed me that I can work toward anything. So I was able to pick up my favorite hobby again and run in a race, which to me is one of the most fulfilling things ever because I love to run. If you know me, I love to run. And I did back when I had an eating disorder and was anorexic, but I was doing it with such an unhealthy mindset. But this podcast kind of taught me, like I said, it taught me discipline. It taught me how to do things healthily. And now I can do my passion with a healthy mindset, and I enjoy it so much more. Also, since I started the podcast, I really started focusing on school again. 
Like I said, when I started this podcast, I was in a very bad headspace. Well, a few months prior to starting this podcast, I was in an even worse headspace that made me so desperately want to drop out of school. I felt like my eating disorder had taken away so many things from me, and with that mindset that I had all the time, I even felt like it was taking my education away. I was having such a hard time with school, both with my grades and just mentally, I just hated school, like the thought of school. I had panic attacks almost daily, and every single chance that I had to go back home, I took it. I even skipped class sometimes to go home early on the weekends. Well, over the course of this podcast, I've grown to actually love it here at school, and my grades reflect that as well. The last time I had all A's in school was my very first semester of college, and now as a senior, I finally made it through the semester with all A's, once again, and it's been three years since I've done that. I had not been able to do that in the past because I let my eating disorder take control of me and tell me that I'm basically a failure. So over the course of this year, I've gotten my academics back in order and have really grown into a new person because of that. To go along with that, I've also joined so many clubs and organizations over the last year, and this podcast has helped me so much, you know, become a more friendlier and outgoing person. Before this podcast, I was a very standoffish person. I didn't really talk, like, ever. But now I'm in two different organizations through my school. I've made a ton of new friends at school. I found a new church in my area. And I'm also becoming a leader in that church very soon to the other people um, that go to that church. So that's just a lot of things that I never thought I would be doing in my life. And if you told me just a year ago that I'd be doing all of that stuff, I would legit laugh in your face because, like I said, a year ago, I was not in the right mindset to accomplish any of the stuff that I just said that I was a part of. So I'm very, very proud of that. And there's probably a multitude of other things that I'm not thinking about, uh, but I'll just leave it at that because I think that's enough information to tell you that a lot has happened since I started this podcast. And a lot of big things have happened to me since I started this podcast. So now we are getting closer to the end here. And I just wanted to share with you guys what the future holds for this podcast. And I'm talking long term, like to the very end and everything. So as I mentioned at the beginning, Reasons for Recovery Season 3 will be out after this episode in May of this year. But I want to expand upon that a little bit and tell you how the show will look from now until its very end. I know, it's sad, but this podcast does have to end eventually, though I hate to tell you that, uh, but it will. Um, But anyways, uh, speaking more on season three, uh, I decided to really step it up a lot because I really want season three to be the best season. And why is that, you ask? Well... I plan on making Reasons for Recovery only last for three seasons. So after this upcoming season three, unfortunately, that will be the end of Reasons for Recovery. But don't worry, it won't completely be the end, and I'll tell you why in a minute. But first, I wanted to expand upon season three. In season three, I plan on pushing out the same content as usual, 
an episode uh, bi-weekly where each one gives you like a specific reason for why you should recover from your eating disorder. But I want to take it up a notch and take it to video. Uh, Like I explained at the very beginning of this podcast, I really want to make a podcast in a video version. That way, if you are more of like a visual learner and something may not strike you as much in the audio version and you would like to see a visual version of it, I'll have a podcast uh, video for that. And since there will be a video version of the podcast, that means that there will be a lot more interaction, hands-on learning and material and much more. So season three will be very fun, I think, and I will finally be able to express my thoughts a lot more uh, with video, and you'll actually be able to see my expressions and how I'm really thinking and stuff like that. So in season three, if you hear something you wish you could see, you're in luck because I will be making a channel on YouTube where you'll be able to see the video versions of the podcast that I put out bi-weekly on Spotify. Now, the audio version will still be available, like I said, wherever you listen, but if you are interested in the video versions, those will finally be available as well. So that is a huge improvement, I think. Um, I also want to work more on interacting with you guys, and I'm not quite sure how I'd like to do that just yet, but if you have any suggestions, let me know, uh, because I'm always open to suggestions and tweaking the podcast to however you guys want. But that's all I really have as of season three. I'm excited to finally launch the podcast in video form, so yay to that. Uh, I'm still working on um, how I'm going to make the video. Like, I don't know if I want to do it on webcam, even though that might be crappy. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Or if I want to record it on something else. I'm not quite sure yet, but I've got a month to think about it, obviously. So um, we'll get there. But no matter what... Reasons for Recovery Season 3 will definitely be a video podcast, but you can also listen to it on audio as well. So, like, if you listen to me on Spotify, you will still get podcasts here on Spotify. They'll still show up bi-weekly, just like usual, but there will also be a video version for you as well on a YouTube channel, which I will get more into detail about in the next season. So, yeah. Now on to my final plans for the podcast. Now, I said just a second ago that Reasons for Recovery will stop after season three, and that is somewhat true. But by this, I mean that Reasons for Recovery will no longer have seasons after its third one that's coming up in a month. A while back, I told you guys, like, a a while back, a long time ago, like, probably episode, like, seven or something like that, um... I told you guys that after I ended Reasons for Recovery, I wanted to do, like, little mini episodes to end the thing completely. I told you guys that I would have two different series to end the podcast, and I decided that I'm sticking with those two small series. The first series that will debut at the end of Reasons for Recovery, so after Season 3, will be a series of interviews that I have with important people from my life. These interviews will just be me and one other person who impacted my life in some sort of way during my eating disorder journey or my eating disorder recovery. In these interviews, the person will basically just kind of like give their story of what it's like knowing somebody with an eating disorder and how they reacted to certain events that I went through, stuff like that. 
I wanted to do this to give you guys different perspectives uh, besides my own. Because, you know, this whole podcast has always been through the eyes of me. But I want one of my mini-series to be through the eyes of someone else and giving their opinion of what it's like to know someone with an eating disorder. These episodes would be brief, probably like around 15 minutes maximum, and I'll probably only do about five of them. I'm not quite sure yet, um, but that's kind of in the works right now, um, figuring out how many episodes I want to do. But I know for sure it would, it would just be like small little mini episodes, not like full-length podcasts like this. It would be just little mini-series, and um, probably we'll keep it to about five episodes, uh, but that's it. So after that series is over, the final series I want to end things on is just simply storytime episodes of events that took place in my life throughout eating disorder recovery or pre-eating disorder recovery. Now, I've done story times before, but I want these to be very personal, like I'm having a conversation with you guys, not like you're listening to a person read a story, because, you know, usually when I tell my story times on here, like when I have full-length podcast episodes where I'm telling you a story of something that happened to me, that's usually, like, it sounds like you're hearing me read a story, but I want these to be more personal and more like I'm having a conversation with you. And I want it to be that way so it seems more like a connection and it gets you more involved within the story. And that same pattern will follow here like it did in the other mini-series where it'll just be brief, like 15-minute episodes uh, or so, and I'll probably only do about five of them. Then, sadly, after those mini-series are over, I will have to end the podcast, which I know sounds sad, but if you really think about it, In the course of this year, we have accomplished so much, and I know that I have helped a lot of people out in their journey, and it's not like I'm going to be ending this project on a bad note or ending it like it didn't help anybody at all. I'll be ending it thinking that this was one of my best projects. I helped and I connected with so many people. So yes, it will be sad because I love doing this stuff, and who knows, there might be something else to come in the future. Uh, after this podcast ends, but I don't really know about that. Um, But it will be great knowing that when this podcast has ended, I will have helped so many people. And if we are at over 2.5 thousand people right now, I'm excited to see where the next year will take us and how many more people I'll be able to reach out to with this podcast. So don't be bummed that this podcast will end within the next year. Just be happy that you were able to follow along and listen and get to share your experiences along with mine and learn from them and grow from them. And if you really think about things in a sense of a timeline, Reasons for Recovery will still be around for like another year or probably a little bit less. So we still have a while to grow and learn and listen. But if you really do think about it, you know, I post two episodes a month, bi-weekly, and I've already posted by this point 23 episodes in the course of one year with a couple of breaks in between. So that means if I have one more season plus two more mini-series, 
this podcast will still be around for a good while. So don't fret that, you know, this podcast might end within the next month or two. It won't be like that. We, we still have a lot of good content coming up that you can listen to and watch in the next season. Um, but yeah, I'm just letting you know an in-depth timeline of what is to come and to show you what it looks like to the very, very end since this is, you know, the one-year special and I want to fill you guys in on every little detail that's going to happen. But yeah, on that note, I think this is a great place to stop and go ahead and take my month-long break to get prepared for Season 3. But yeah, remember, I will be returning with Reasons for Recovery Season 3 on May 6th of this year, so be on the lookout. No episode in two weeks, it will be one month, so this is just an FYI now before, you know, you tune in bi-weekly and you're like, where's the episode at? It'll be here in a month, May 6th, mark your calendars. So, um, remember, if you guys need absolutely anything at all, feel free to reach out to me. My Instagram and my email are in the description for you to use. And, of course, if you feel ready to talk to a professional about your eating disorder recovery journey, I have other hotlines and websites in the description for you to visit and for you to call as well. But that's all for me, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in a month, and please remember to stay safe and healthy. Hey guys, I hope you all enjoyed today's episode. Um, I just wanted to pop in here really quick at the very end to kind of relay a a little message that I have before, but I wanted to uh, reiterate it again. Um, And that is if you feel led to donate to the podcast, my Venmo will be in the description for you to donate to. You don't have to, but if you feel like you want to support the podcast and um, help, you know, boost it in some sort of way, uh, whether that be get some new equipment, get a webcam, because, you know, next season is going to be video form. Um, You know, just if you feel led to donate, my Venmo is uh, down in the description along with uh, everything else that I've mentioned. So, yeah, um, there's that. And also, I apologize for the audio. I'm not recording this on my typical microphone. I'm just recording this straight from my computer audio. So, I apologize for that. But, Yeah, if you feel led to donate, go ahead and uh, check out the Venmo in the description. And once again, remember to stay safe and healthy.